All right, Domcast episode 65. <laughs> I'm with some talented musicians all around me. Uh, Miss Katra here. Mr. Austin. Hello. Mr. Andrews. What's up? And we're all sitting around here because as a collective, we are just friends and we have a good time. And um, we're going to talk about things that really matter today. And the first topic is, is it pronounced biopic or biopic? If you're making a movie about somebody, right? That's it, right? Yeah. And you're casting your own role. First off, how's it pronounced and who would play your character? Oh, don't give me this question. <laughs> I don't watch enough movies. <laughs> I, okay, so between the two, I'd say like biopic's probably the right one, I think. I biopic? I'm not a scientist. I so think I'm it's not... biopic. <laughs> Are we going to fight over this? Bi- biopic sounds like something's so wrong. wrong. It's so, yeah, something besides just you're just making a movie. <laughs> biopic sounds like just a biopic. But biopic like, sounds like either either like what you were saying, like it's someone's a, going in, someone's going in surgery, or maybe you're like a cyborg, like a biopic. Yeah, ooh, we're not that far right. in the future, so maybe maybe it is biopic. I don't know. So I don't know. So if so, <laughs> you miss Catcher. I've recently heard it both ways. I say pick whatever one you want, whatever makes you happy. I mean, it, it's like it's 2019, so. Oh, we we should, can do whatever. We should find the correct one. I don't know. If someone was going to play you, though, in a biopic. John Travolta. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, my God. What what year? What, what? Uh, after Saturday Night Fever, but before. Ooh. Urban Cowboy Days? Yeah. Urban Cowboy Days? Uh, I would days say a little, bit, a little bit after that. A little bit little after, bit after that. Cow- not, not too early, but that's when he started hitting his prime. spicy, dude. Or those are Scientology spice, years. That's a spicy take. Oh my god! <laughs> I think those were his Scientology years. Or is he still? Probably. I think he's still with them, like because people just don't really leave Scientology. Yeah, you're kind of like stuck in that. Yeah, thing. you're stuck, and they're gonna take more of your money. So, well, thank God. Uh, the, the guy from that '70s show, Hyde. He's uh, in Scientology. Crazy, oh, super like, high really? up. There. They got him too. Oh, like he's like with Tom Cruise, chilling, dude. Really. Mm-hmm. No, but I can explain Scientology to you right now. Everybody watched that Bullshit. It's like how do you make religion? Dude, the guy wrote a book. How do you how do you just make religion? He was a science it? fiction. Okay, well, comic L- writer L. Ron Hubbard, uh, like his thing was like he he. Uh, He's like, I bet I can make a religion and like write a book on it, and make people believe it, and like, yeah, sure enough, like he did it, and like now, like legally speaking, um, it's considered a religion because that's what they identify as, like it's a group. Um, so of course they get like the tax benefits and stuff, but it's it's just a very secretive organization. So like it's hard to get any real information out of it because they don't really have to disclose a lot of things and like how they work as a as a entity. So like. Uh, it's hard to really know a lot about what they do other than like people that have been inside. And they are tax-free. 
Uh, yeah, they get all they get all those breaks because as, they as they get religion. like wow. the same thing as like churches or like yeah, any other but, religious but, entity. But, yeah, but Hollywood millionaire money. Yeah, yep. so they're on a, a fundamentally different oh level. My so God. yeah. There was that documentary with the, the the lady that was the wife in King of Queens. I remember that. And obviously, dude, I would loved her when I was growing up. I don't know about you. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. She was an Italian broad. A little bit of a crush. Yeah, she was an Italian broad. That's a good, that's like a quick uh, tangent. Who would play you? Uh, I have been told that I look like Ben Stiller. Like, it'd probably make more sense, <laughs> like, if I didn't have the full you beard have and everything. Beard right now. Yeah. But, like. Everyone that's listening right now, just know Austin's got a beard. Yeah. But like so picture Ben, ben Stiller, Stiller with a beard, and that's probably something what it would look like. I don't know. Like I've had this so long that I've forgotten what it looked like without it. Very nice. Yeah. So I mean, I think I've had the mustache for close to seven years. I remember um, I my la- the last time I shaved uh, my mustache was maybe a week or two after our first show. Like what, dude? I started growing you it. Started as it a with joke. the band. Yeah. As a joke to. Was it to Zach? No. Like, okay, well, I wanted to... Can y'all tell me the inception story of the band? Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll do that. Um, I uh, I guess Zach and I were the original two members. Um, I've actually known Zach since eighth grade, like middle school. Dope. Old and school like, friends. Yeah, totally. Um, so uh, we, we, we did like eighth grade through... We always have dumb high- stories together with those people. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so we did like middle school and high school together, um, and then uh, he moved over here. Like, so we grew up in Houston, um, or he moved to my part of Houston eighth grade, and then he moved here my for college. My part of Houston, dude. What does that mean, dude? Do you, you, like, you know how big Houston house? is? Yeah, I guess. I, okay, because I'm not gonna I'm, claim like, oh, I grew up in Houston. It was no, man. Like, I was in the outskirts, like suburbs. Okay. So yeah, and this happened to meet Zach. Um, so yeah, I knew him all through like eighth grade in high school, and then he moved over to San Antonio uh, for uh, UTSA, and then like I ended up transferring, and then I lived with him my first year over here. Um, so that's how long I've known Zach, and I mean we're like twenty nine now. How so. this connection start? Uh, oh, we uh, so we we were all going to UTSA, and I started um, linking up with a guy named James Delgado, and we were just doing a little country outfit. Mm-hmm. And I was playing lead guitar for him. And he was like, man, I want to get, you know, like an actual band together. And one of our mutual friends, um, Alex. Yeah, Alex Leverdeep, yeah. Was uh, Zach and Busby's roommate at the time. And he's like, I know two guys that can play drums and bass. Or we didn't we didn't live with Alex, but he was like, a, he lived down the street. And like, I've known oh, him yeah, since like high school. So. If it's like a neighbor like that, it's like. Yeah. yeah, totally. So that's how we all got together. And uh, we started playing country gigs for a little bit and then one practice we used to so when i was at when i was in college i had a um, we called it the band house it was just a house and i had three yeah, roommates like and trap that's, house exactly. i used to have one i called it the trill house yeah do you like the, the band house that we used to have like uh his his mom owned it andrew's mom owned the house and it was somewhere that i really like to be but i'd probably never want to live <laughs> like yeah. just like so many dumb stories of us doing stupid that's things trap there. house fantasies dude. yeah it's yeah like, if you could just if you could have one day a week, you can go back to the trap house or the band house. Just, oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah just I'll do that. We'd go That's back. your release. Oh, actually, now you're a realtor, so and that house is on the market. Funny thing, that house is on the market. <laughs> yeah, and tell them. Tell so that house is on the market, and um, because I'm a realtor, I can access any house that's like any lockbox, right? And I was just driving by it the other day, coming back from some other showings, and I was like, 
you know, dang, I want to go see it. And so I walked in um, and whoever has it has completely redone it because mm. we left that place in not good shambles. <laughs> <in> shambles. <laughs> yeah. I left the fucking trail house. Uh, a fan fell out the ceiling. We got a snake oh from God, a clogged toilet. What? It just just fell out the ceiling for no reason. And yeah, then for no reason. Yeah, so probably. <laughs> that was a part of my life. A lot of loud little Wayne. But uh, we had a snake because we had a clogged toilet. So we got the snake into the toilet, and then it got stuck, and we couldn't get it out. So we just let it rust. And now it's like advanced oh, clogged. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, we destroyed this house. But my landlord was going through a divorce, and like that. That was the house she was getting, like, and she was like, "Can you just leave a mattress?" And I won't, like, I'll give you, I'll tell, like, the next renter, like, y'all are okay. <laughs> wow. Dude, there were fucking holes in the wall. Oh, obviously, dude. no fucking ceiling. There, there a were, rusted ass snake coming out the toilet. Dude, there there were holes in the drywall at the old <laughs> band house because uh, I remember one year the wrong team won the Super Bowl. Yeah, my my best friend oh, and roommate. Yeah. Down. What teams? Hold up, and what Super Bowl? So my best friend, he's from Boston. Oh. Well, the first four years of his life from Boston. Hashtag fuck yeah, Boston. The, Hashtag yeah. that's on his podcast <laughs> all the time. Sorry, he's actually from Clear Lake. But yeah. he okay, tells everybody like the first four years of his life. I'm not from he, San Antonio, I'm from Leon Valley. It's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Like over the over the first four years that I knew him, he developed a Boston accent, even though we were living together in San Antonio. Which what? I don't know how that happens. Now, I will say he actually just moved to Boston with his girlfriend, so he actually okay. lives there now. Okay. But diehard Pats fan, diehard Sox fan. Like he is a literal sports Celtics. Fan, like, yeah. And there was two. Wait, hold up. Obviously, anytime they would play the Giants. It was a big deal. Yeah. And there, when we lived together, there was that most recent Super Bowl where they played and they lost to the Giants. So literally, when I was walking through the house <laughs> earlier, this was like a month ago, you can still see where we patched it over. It's, it's just like walking through you know, uh, like all the memories. memories. <laughs> it's like, here's, here's where the Pats lost the Super Bowl and Mitch got pissed. Here's where, um, who was it? No, it was Mitch, too, lost yeah. uh, lost a Super Smash Brothers tournament and oh, got yeah. pissed. Oh, yeah. wow. Tell me that, dude. D- didn't your brother punch a couple holes in the wall at one point when he used to live there? Probably. Yeah. Dude, I had this roommate named Ronald. He was relentless, dude. He would flip couches. And he would punch holes in walls sometimes when he was just so happy. Yeah. And, like, I remember just a toxicity, dude, so dumb. But System of a Down, Toxicity album was playing. And, like, a certain song came on. He just lost it and just <laughs> punched a fucking hole in the wall and then flipped the couch over. And what he did, we found, like, four lighters. That was dope. We, need, we were looking for yeah. those. It's but it was also kind of like, dude, why are you flipping the fucking couch over? Yeah. Dude? Yeah. Oh. The trail house stuff, yeah. The trail house. Uh, so where is the where is the trail house now? Trail house is uh, Great Northwest San Antonio. Talk about the time that we fucking burned the IHOP rug that we stole. I won't say an undisclosed uh, IHOP. Uh, you know what? That's not a good story, dude. <laughs> Let's not tell that story. Pleading the fifth. Yeah. Basically, the, had to burn like everything uh, that we had. There was there was no electricity in the house. Yes. Because I don't know why, but we had no light, so we decided to burn everything in the house and create a fire on the back patio. With a bunch of candles. A bunch of candles around us, like we were having some kind of seance. <laughs> 
and then just like so so basically what happened so basically what happened was i had a guy that was like i will live in your garage and i'll just pay cps that's all he was supposed to do turn the garage into a dope chill space okay pretty dope chill space okay there's ac and everything in there about three months maybe four months in He's just gone one day, and I go, I get home. There's a red thing on my door. It's from CPS. Saying I've never paid my electricity bill since four oh, no. months straight. Oh, and you, they you've been had. Shut it off. You Back had one then, job. I don't. Yeah, and that yeah. guy was gone, dude. Like he kind of left the garage, at least kind of like a chill space. But fuck that place, anyways. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So we had all that shit shut off. For a minute, so we lit candles. Like we put on like this was like MySpace days too, probably. I think and be like, powers out. Like, come over, bring candles, we could chill. And like people <laughs> would show up, but like you know we're underage drinking with beers and like lighting candles in the back porch. And the porch was dope. It was huge, man. Almost that the size. Was, that man was back there. <laughs> Almost like that Indian head. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was. He, that, that's that, followed that me everywhere. That would freak me out at night. Yeah. No, that's followed me everywhere my whole life. I keep that with me. Well, it sounds creepy when you say it like that. Yeah. It's followed me everywhere. It has. I don't think it was by choice, dude. It's like, it's, okay. mental, it's a mental thing. I got gotcha. you. It's an Indian head. Yeah. It's like painted with Sharpie. So So, let's go Ancient back. Ancient Sharpie. Yeah. Let's go, let's go back to... Okay, so... Y'all have been playing with each other for a long time. Yeah, so right? we had we had that. So we were having a, a practice for the country band, and um, Santi or James was late, our singer, and so we were just messing around ahead of time. I didn't even know Zach could play. He's actually a guitar player, like he's our guitarist. But for that outfit, he was playing bass, and um, he showed they him and Busby just started jamming what they like liked to actually play, and I was like, oh my god, this is right along the same stuff because i mean I, I love country but we were just doing it to do it um, yeah and, and like i mean me and zach just wanted to play just because we were tired of not playing shows and we're like let's get back into playing music and then mm. like the country band came along and we're like yeah why not yeah and you're playing something yeah up there and so yeah. when i heard them i was like it's basically like in step brothers like do we just become best friends yeah, yeah. and um you have that moment and yeah. so we figured out that we all, we all like the same bands. We all like the same music. And then it just hit off really quick. We started writing. Zach had a lot of musical ideas. And what he likes to do is, uh, do you know what MIDI is? Yeah. Um, so MIDI, for people that don't know, it's basically like you can computerize notes. Yeah. So, so basically take a keyboard and then you send uh, digital data and the computer reads it well, and then it makes it out in synth. Well, actually, we, did, we didn't have that kind of hardware because we were broke college kids at the time. So mm -hmm. we had like a, a cracked version of Fruity Loops that we used. And you used so, a keyboard? No, no keyboard. Just like uh, individually like uh, drag it into place and then, like for everything. He, he yeah. would do that. Whole, well, actually, you would too. Yeah. Him, uh, him and Zach would create these MIDI masterpieces and basically that's crazy our first that's so yeah we just like program songs still, just to get an idea he still does it for this show that we have coming up we're releasing a new song and zach's in la now so he can't come here and we can't like i you know, know he write wanted to skype and facetime but i told him like this is the 
tables to tables. That'd be tough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, just like old school days, he's he's. We were like, how are we going to practice this new song? Because the new song he he started, he wrote, he uh, basically wrote all of it, and um, it's the same old school. He just sent it over to us in MIDI, and it sounded like it brought back yeah. memories. When yeah, I heard it, I was like, like, this is like the old school days because yeah. we would practice off of a MIDI file on our own. And then we would get together and like. I remember, I remember having like a guitar program that was kind of like that, and someone would send me probably a a Guitar file. Pro or something. I think yeah, it was called. It yeah, was like, and it would play the tabs and. Oh, dude, that. you should have <laughs> seen what he did in high school because like, uh, uh, we we had this like project that like we never played a show for, but it's called Swords you gotta get and Steel. Yourself a claw, brother. I do. I do. Yeah. Hold up. Just so, a claw. Up. We'll, we'll go on there, but yeah, 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 yeah. Just so what, everyone what knows. What flavor should I get? What's oh black cherry baby? All right. Black cherry, dude. Don't do it. That's besides mango. Black cherry is the hitter. And I and I am still self-proclaimed white claw daddy. Yeah, I took a break, dude. But I'm back in the game, dude. And guess what? I missed it. Back I missed the, it. Back with a vengeance. You know? Yeah. I'm tasting it right now. It's so refreshing. Two carbs. No shucks. You, you can't lose, man. Like Can't, dude. The natural lime is only for people that like they're not from like Texas. Okay. Because this tastes like a watered down like shit margarita. I can see where you're coming from on that cuz like I've never tried white claws because like those came about after I retired from alcohol so like That's awesome that you retired from alcohol. I mean just I, like a, long story short not for me anymore. So that's like fair. I had my fun. So that's It's been like what 3 years, 4 years? No, more than 4 years now. Jeez. Four years sober, awesome. Yeah, dude. By, man. Thanks. I'll fucking cheers to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, drink some light, cl- like drink for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I right. think it would be, uh, especially in San Antonio, it'd be incredible if they created some sort of like an alcoholic lime Topo Chico. Probably, yeah. Like the the lime and other flavors, like you were saying, there's just something different about it. Yeah. Um, do you drink? They have flavored Topo Chicos, and there's actually, dude, it's still golden. I think it's like one night. Or one day of the week, I think it's Mondays. They have uh, AA meetings. Essentially, it's a service industry only, though. So it's only if you've worked in restaurants, bartended, been a cook, you can go there. And it's like other people have been through it that are sober now. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Started in Austin, and still Golden is, I believe, are the people that are doing it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Service industry only. That's cool. So, you, where did the name come from? Because you're playing country music. Where did the name come from? So, we were actually... the That wasn't my idea. It was... Uh, Zach and Busby had two names, ideas. One of them was Black Market Club. And that was for a reason that we actually can't say on here. But yeah, just you can kind of use agreement. your imagination. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, the, other, the other name was called Eve and the Athlete. Oh, yeah. That's when we were jamming with... Uh, what was his name? Uh, I feel bad for drawing a blank. Um, Matt Moore. Matt Moore. You remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like when we first started jamming for this, um, we, uh, okay. So Matt Moore, like his, his parents have like this property out in like, it's near Castroville. So it's like out in the middle of nowhere off highway 90. And like, we almost missed it. Like every time we were driving past, cause it's like, there's this one, like, like tiny dirt road that you have to go down. But they had like uh, several kind of buildings on the property, and one of them was like like a, just like a, a like a trailer, and 
they're they're like okay yeah you can do whatever you want with it so he just used it for music stuff all the time uh, so like move. that was the only reason for that thing being there and like there's like cacti and like cows and stuff on the property so like yeah sugars in the grass you start itching oh we were just inside because like no one likes being outside i mean not at least not us it's too hot out there especially right now yeah but this is back in yeah, like 2000 would, uh 2000 everyone everyone out there just Nine. know we're podcasting from san antonio texas right now so everyone that's listening from japan thank you everyone that's listening in europe thank you Everyone's listening in fucking Baltimore. I don't give a fuck. It's hot as shit down here right now. It's like 130. Dude, it's an oven. Like, and actually, I haven't had AC in my car for like two years. So, oh my god. Yeah, I just got used to it, man. (laughs) How do you do that? Uh, You get used to the heat, man. That's not. It's not pleasant, but I, you know, yeah. Sometimes your body acclimates, but I mean, once you get like that fucking whiff of like. Not even white privilege, just yeah. Do you like every time I get to see and not even have to worry about the bill? Yeah, when when I get into someone else's car with AC, I'm just like, this is the height of luxury. (laughs) Even with my AC though, the other day, dude, left a sweat stain where the seatbelt was. Yeah, so damn hot. Had it on full blast. Mm -hmm. But it's over a hundred here, and it's humid too. Yep. It's not as yeah. bad as Houston, but it's... That worked oh, down no. by the river. I grew up in Houston, and it was a lot worse. That's like that's literally like sifting through a swamp. Yeah. That's not fun. So who voted on the name? Um, I cannot remember. Yeah. I liked... I thought even... So even the athlete was from some sort of like a philosophical... Yeah, because like I think... Concept. I think in college, like Matt was all like uh, studying philosophy or something. Um, and then I guess we didn't want to use Suck. it because like Matt Moore wanted to do his own thing. Um, so then it's just me and Zach again. Uh, and then we found Andrew and like, we all kind of liked the name. So we went with it. And then like, I think it was just us for like another six months to a year past that. So we just wrote for yeah a while because we wanted to, we wanted to get a set together and, and get a show together. Um, would you write for like 45 minutes, half an hour, an hour? We, we didn't really take that into consideration. Like you're I mean, just writing. Yeah, we were just like hanging out and just jamming and just just playing music. It was it was like a time and an environment where it was really conducive to just creativity. Like we were just hanging out every day after school and um, going up. So my band my band house, the place where we all practiced was a loft area, which now the new owner has converted into a fourth bedroom, which is kind of BS. But I guess Ooh. you got to get your ROI. Um, you got to throw it on Zillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but it was this loft area, and we had it all decked out. The 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 drum set. We had like amps on the walls. We had guitars and and uh, basses everywhere. So it was it was a place that was really. I mean, you have a spot like that in your early twenties oh, that you're yeah. just around With every very day. Very little responsibility. Oh yeah, like, because we were all like, mind can go yeah. and your creative. Is it was so it was yeah. so much fun. It was so much fun, and we created some of our best stuff there just because there's literally no rules we there didn't know what we freedom. were it was there also was the no ceiling yeah it, it was the last house on the block as well so the the side where we jammed on there's no house on the other side so you'd be as loud as you want yeah to. we could get away with anything and we did and our closest neighbors that were across the street was another band yeah and oh. like we well, hung out with them and party with them all the time yeah yeah Dope. so it was just a cool place man and we we were able to create some really fun stuff um and so it was just us three for a while and then I had another roommate that came in, uh, whose name is Xavier, and he could play bass. 
And so just here for two, he ended up um, jamming with us and being our first bass player. We are on our third yeah. bass player. Yeah. It's the only position we've changed. Well, the singer, we, we had a, we also, okay, so um, he was our first bass player. And then we were just instrumental for a while. And then there was this guy named Blake. Because you just wanted to keep jamming. Yeah, well, and we were, we and we were writing. Did, we, yeah. we also um, interviewed, or what's the term? We auditioned Audition. a lot of singers. Yeah. Staged. And uh, it was a plethora of different people. We could have sounded totally different yeah. if we had hired any one of those first guys. And we also didn't want to play a show until it felt right and we had a good group together. So, like, uh, we didn't want to do it just, like, just, like, throw a bunch of people on stage and like yeah just play a show like we wanted a good group that just felt right so because we yeah. were we were starting to get a vibe chemistry. yeah absolutely because instrumentally we were just like that's we awesome were... that you kept jamming instrumentally though that's some things like some bands don't have they rely so much on the lyrics and the vocal melody when you just jam that's when you create the background you create the actual song yeah uh, like I, I I did instrumental for like almost three years yeah, so you play, right? Yeah. Uh, guitar? Yeah. I can play basically every instrument except the violin, a fucking bring. A harp? Yeah. Cannot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I've ever even seen a harp in person. And I actually it, have seen some play. Like, back when I was in, like, a, uh, like middle school and high school, like, um, I was, like, kind of a band nerd. So, like, I would always do, like, region band, region orchestra. Like, I always placed in those things. So, like, uh, remember, like, in high school for region orchestra, like, they'd have, like, an actual, like, pianist. They'd have, like, someone playing, like, I think they had, like, two harps and stuff. It's like, I've never even oh, seen one of those, like, much less someone harps. Pl- yeah. Dude, like, it was ridiculous. Like, and they brought everything out. So, like, I, I have no idea how you actually, like, there's so many strings. And it's like, what? How do you it's find a very it? very hard instrument. Yeah. That, that has to be a very concise decision to be good at yeah. that. Like, yeah. that's a decision. That's yeah. a commitment. I mean, but, like, then again, You're it's gonna like... You're going to be a hard player. Like, people look, yeah. at, people look at me and they're like, how do you play drums? I'm like, oh, this is easy. But then I, I look, guitar dude, I look at what he does and no it's like... Shit. Like, I, I've been yeah. playing guitar for, like, 16 years. No one cares. Like, what the fuck? Because, like, matter. what we do are normal instruments. So, like, it's yeah. like, ah, we, we've seen that before. If you play a harp, though... You're somebody. Dude, yeah. you're... You're you're the the harp daddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's Might the title. Well put wings on you, you just yeah. fly away. So, oh, uh, girls don't play harps, dude. Women play harps. Have you ever seen a dude play a harp? Like, uh, have ever? I ever seen? Damn, that's a good question. No, maybe not. No, no, no. I mean, it's 2019, so if you want to, like, yeah, you can. All right, so Kat on the side said all the girls that she knows that play harp live in Ireland. Um, I would agree with that. And I wouldn't be upset with that either. So do you still jam? Yeah, I still jam. We got we got the we got there's a Takamini and a Martin right there. Got the the grandpa's guitars. I'm but my 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 guitar, my my guitar, my electric it's 1979 Antigua Strat with the rosewood neck. There you go. It's my oh. baby. And I don't think I want another one. It's you, pretty much You don't it. need anything besides that. Like, I don't have intent to buy another guitar. I do want a hollow body. Like, you know, like, I do want a hollow body. 
but it's not on my list of shit I yeah. need right now. Like when I get older, yeah, yeah, just I, for the resonance. I, I, yeah, the sustain. I love that sustain. When you hit some, I play a lot of blues. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Steve Ray Vaughan is the one that inspired me. Steffi Plus. And I remember um, driving. We were going to Missouri, and my mom brought a Willie Nelson <clears throat> album and Steve Ray Vaughan's Texas Flood. And we were going up there the whole time. I thought he was black and alive. And then we get into Missouri. We eat a place called Red Hot and Blue. Red Hot and Blue still has some of the best barbecue sauce ever had in the whole damn country, dude. So enjoy it if you're ever up there. So Red Hot and Blue, I went in, and my dad goes, that's Stevie Ray. And they had pictures. It was a blues, barbecue blues joint. And I look at the picture. It was a white guy. And then it said his death and everything. Mind fucking blown. But my whole goal was I want to learn how to play Texas Flood. I want to learn how to do Pride and Joy. I want to learn all that. And that's what I did, dude. All right. That's yeah. what I did. I had a metal phase. I think I we all a, had yes, a metal phase. Everybody, yeah, everybody goes through that. Yeah, I tried my to do first, like sweep arpeggios. My first guitar in Black Market Club, unfortunately, was a Mark Tremonti PRS. Dude, <laughs> that's all that's gonna take you higher though. Yeah, can you, dude, dude. Mark when Tremonti I got it, though? I didn't know who he was. Well, I, no, I had, well, first off, though, can't shit on Mark Tremonti because yes, he was a guitar player, Creed. But uh, what was the band? I saw him live, Alter Bridge. Yes, and that <laughs> Creed saw, without Scott Stapp. <laughs> yes, and it was great. Stap it, <laughs> Stap it, dude. It was great. Mark Tremonti is an amazing guitar player. He is. He's very good. He's very good. But active EMGs on that guitar, if I believe right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of got rid of it after. I, so I, I, now I play a, a Jag, oh, and I've been playing nice. one for, and that's been my go-to for. That's your baby. Yeah. Do you name yours? Uh, yeah, but. Cigarette. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Boy or girl? Oh, girl. Girl? Yeah, I make her scream. I have a player. All my fingers. <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes I slap it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. like I, I hear all these stories of like people with like, oh, I got this like super nice piece of gear or whatever. Like, oh, this guitar. I'm like, dude, like as long as I've owned like drums and music equipment, I've never had like exactly what I want because it's like everything I own, I've got on sale or something or like our symbols. I know this is gonna break with mm. the way I play them. Like uh, drums are expensive, and like I don't, I don't really need like some top of the line kit to like do what I need yeah. to do. There was like two years with Black Market where he had constantly at least two snares on layaway. He <laughs> oh, constantly yeah. had stuff on yeah. layaway. I learned what layaway was at that time. So <laughs> then I got like all these snares were like really cheap. So like, <laughs> oh, I gotta have them all. But like looking back, like it's like you had that like uh, what seventy nine like strat or whatever. Yeah. Like do you like do you look at those snares? Like, like you had that one thing that works for you and it's like yeah. that's really awesome. And like I do I own probably like eight snares and I use one of them right now. I went through progressions of guitars, but I found the one. Yeah. And like that's with women, no, but I do. Like <laughs> I, but I do feel like with instruments, I I consider them female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. For sure. Yeah. And cars. Of course. I had a 1980 Berlinetta Camaro. It was black, and it was still a female to me, even Dope. though I had a carburetor. Actually, uh, speaking of cars like that, um, I browse a lot of cars on Craigslist, and there's some dude like really close to here. 
and he was selling i don't know if it's still up in craigslist but it was uh i think a 90 no 89 or like 91 firebird and like the classic like black with gold with Second gold gen. wheels yeah and like the interior was immaculate not a, like a no rust on it like oh, i dude, think someone died in that car dude like and he wanted 13,000 for it 13,000 like, something yeah. like that i don't know but it was immaculate. i don't believe it someone probably fucking died in that car maybe that's a wash up car wouldn't surprise me but like that was like literally right down the road from here like dude people people die dude yeah Wake up and they die. We saw, I mean, like, uh, I had one of the other agents on my team was doing a transaction a few months ago, and the person that he was representing on the listing side, selling a house, passed away in the middle of being an escrow. And that was a situation where we were like, what happens? What do we do now? Yeah. Like, you know, because we hadn't run into it before. Obviously, it's obviously happened yeah. before, but not to us. And um, it still went through, but it had to turn into a, an estate and, like, it was crazy, too. Legal <laughs> stuff. Yeah. When it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. All right, so we're going to play a game real quick. Oh, no. Now both okay. y'all have pen pad in front of you. I want y'all, without showing each other, to write who do you think is each other's favorite color. <laughs> oh, the stare down was dude, so hard over dude, there. Like, cause like he just examined you like a like he was in a museum, dude. Cause I like I know Andrew really well, but like I don't know if I know him on this level. Like I don't know what color he likes. Like I'm gonna I guess. No, y'all been playing music. Think about it. All this these is years. different. <laughs> Not really. I think it's artistic. Wait, first off, do you have a favorite color? Let's just confirm. Kind of. Like, okay, I, I have a few that I like, <laughs> yeah. but do you get throw a shade in there? Are you one of those people that's like, I, I like the, the mix between. Black. I don't know if this I'm that. Yeah, like, I don't know if I'm that pedantic, so <laughs> I'm, I'm not that petty. Was it tertiary colors, primary colors? All right, I got mine. Okay. I'm going to guess green for Busby. I'm going to guess uh, blue for you. Did I get yeah. it? Blue I wrote correct. blue. Read blue and weep. Yes. Okay, what'd you write for mine? Okay, well, I want you to see this. So I wrote okay. green, but I crossed out red before, so... Neither. Oh, crap. Oh. I don't... No. <laughs> what is it? I kind of like gray, which I... Oh, my I, God. Nobody's going to... Dude, gonna that's that's you, <laughs> dude, dude I, you I, fucking cheated it, dude. I, no, like, I hate saying that because it's, like, such a boring color, but it's not a color. It's a lack of color. It's a shade. Kind of. It's like in between of like. It's, kind it's of, an in between it of lack of color. Okay. Oh, marron. All right. Yeah. Marron. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're on the Sopranos now. All right. All right. I can see it though. Now. Now that you said that, I <laughs> yeah. after after knowing him for yeah. for a while. Okay. Because like I know it's a boring color. So. <laughs> next question. Get your pens ready. Okay. <laughs> What would oh, write each other's favorite TV show? Do you know each other's favorite TV show? After practice, after I, a gig, I've probably talked about my favorite TV show. Like, wait, okay, the- how are we gonna go? Are you gonna go comedy or are you gonna go serious? <laughs> Should we do both categories? Yes, two. Let's do that quick. Okay. Oh, but I can't remember the name of it. I'll give you three. You mean the greatest TV show of all time? It's the inter- <laughs> so we're doing the uh, intermission. 
like is this live or do you play this later do you like edit it it. don't edit anything no i I don't edit shit (laughs) everything i say right now i want it all out in the open no every everything is (laughs) everything is just eq'd and compressed i don't cut anything out so talking about like i never want to have sex more than 15 minutes why i like foreplay I don't count that. Okay, so have you ever been like really like drunk and wired one night and you just go home and you just like fucking like do everything under the sun? Like, what do you mean? Like, Uh, grab that microphone. Grab the microphone. (laughs) Grab that dick mic. Grab that dick mic. From the front, from the back, like everything. Just like, for hours yeah, on I've end. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, that. So it's it's, it's longer, longer than twenty minutes. It's like hours. And those are like the most like those don't happen often. Those yeah. are the moments you need you're to like, cherish. Right? You cherish. Yeah, you're like intermission like, is over. Like we're right, never right, gonna we'll have back. sex we'll this long back. ever again. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is like done. All right, we're back. Now, favorite TV shows. Okay, so I'm guessing for Busby, comedy, either Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That's a good one. Or Eastbound and Down. Oh, that's also a really good one. Uh, I really like both of those shows. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite, like comedy TV show, but those are two, like, really strong contenders. So I think you did really well on those. What'd you put? For you, like, I don't. No, I mean, mean for you, for comedy. For my guest, for you. No, what is yours, comedy? I don't know, because, like, I don't know if I have a single favorite. It's comp- hard to pick. It's yeah. so broad. Because like a lot, of, I but like a- Eastbound Down. That first six episodes were genius. Oh, I killed. Yeah, and like the rest of the season, like the, the series was really good, and like you can bench through the whole thing really quick because the episode just like they go quick. Um, so I really enjoyed that show. Uh, Denny McBride was like the perfect person perfect. to cast yeah, for Kenny just Powers. Himself, yeah. Yeah, it's literally himself, and that's what's so great about the show. So yeah, like. You did good enough. So. so my guess for a serious one is The Wire. Correct. Oh! The Wire is the greatest TV show of all time. Oh! oh. If you disagree, fight me. Bold yeah. statement. The Wire is the greatest a, show of all time. I, there's a consensus out there that, that it still holds up. I, I've heard Sopranos. I've heard The Wire. I've heard... Those old HBO shows hold up. I um, I tried... To st- I've been trying to start The Wire for years, but now I have kids... And if you haven't seen The Wire before, it's like an F-bomb every yeah. three seconds. Oh, got you. So, so it's like yeah, impossible yeah. to watch if you have yeah. you know, a family. But, um, all right, what did you pick for me? Okay, for you, um, I don't know what funny shows you like, so I just put Family Guy. Because, like, sure. I know we've gone over, like, a bunch of jokes that came from that show, so, like, I figure that might be a Does good guess. Hit, yeah, hit I would say uh, not, not, like, so much right now, but back back in the day for sure. That was high school. What do you feel now? What do you feel now? So I'm actually like I watch a bunch of stuff. Um, there is a show on on well, hold up. comedy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I watch a lot of a lot of both. But he hasn't given a second result yet. Oh, for a serious show, mm-hmm. I put Breaking Bad. That is correct. Okay. Cool. Oh, I think right. that Dude, is the y'all best show. Y'all know each other on a serious note. I though. did. Okay. I didn't think we knew each other like that. That's awesome right. though. The Wire and Breaking Bad. But those two shows right there. But the wire is better. Um, I'm telling you right Have now. Have you, you seen all of Breaking Bad? 
Yes, I finished okay, the series. So, yeah, right. actually, I okay. I saw Breaking Bad. So I I have a friend like uh, I'm in a group never chat seen the wire, uh, with like uh, internet friends on Instagram and like uh, that I've never met in real life. Uh, I guess the story behind that was like we all listened to this one artist called Bill Murray, and like uh, we all got into this like group chat with him for a while, and then he left to go do important things and not talk to us. But uh, like the group chat's still going. So uh, one of my friends in there was like, I still haven't finished Breaking Bad. Like, it's giving me too much anxiety. So then it's like, okay, like some trivia. The two last episodes they haven't finished, the, the second to last is called um, Ozymandias. So if you're familiar with that, like, poem, it's about, like, um, uh, there's this, like, ancient king and, like, uh, all he has to show for for all his hard work to build his empire is nothing but, like, a statue in the desert. Hmm. So, like... Um, like I forgot the exact words. It's like um, the Egyptians. Like uh, basically, he has nothing to show for it. Like, and his empire is cool fallen. Cool statue, so. dude. And then the Sphinx. But check this out, dude. The last episode is called Felina. So okay. if you break that down, F E, iron, found in blood. L I, lithium, used in making meth, and then N A, sodium, like in like tears. So blood, meth, and tears. So that's the last episode's name. <laughs> damn. Yeah. That's a whole nother level. That's some good writing. Yeah, like that's it's some damn good writing right there. Yeah. Well, well written yeah. show. Um, and I think it still holds up too. I think the first season's really slow, but after once you get through that, shit. Yeah. Um, there is a show right now that is on Amazon Prime called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I've heard. I've heard of this. Uh, it is so well written. Yeah. That's supposed to be. And it's funny, but it's also serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's about a lady who divorces her husband and just out of that situation in New York becomes a stand-up comic in like the 1950s or 60s. And it's just super well-written. The guy from Monk um, plays her dad. And his character is just, they're like old Jewish people from New York. It's hilarious. It's great. Anyways, the breaking bad thing the, I'm pretty sure the reason he knows that is the first so back to the band stuff when we were just instrumentalists and we were looking for a singer we looked for a singer for months Craigslist like we had some sketchy auditions yeah, some random guys yeah some guys that I, were like 10 I, years older than I don't us. think we dipped down to like guitar center level no because I have a friend that like Dude, like our my my first band ever, like he once I disbanded. Dude, like he got so desperate to look for musicians that he started going to the Guitar Center, I'm and like he still hasn't out. played a show since then. Like he's just been practicing for like what like uh, fifteen years or something. Like and he yeah. still can't find a band to play with. The workers at Guitar Center is depressing. Oh yeah, they are. That's like the purgatory of uh, if you're in the in the business. That's kind of accurate. I'm it, sorry I cut you off. Where are we going with this? Uh, so when it was just us instrumentalists, that's actually very true. Yeah. We so Zach, so Zach, so Zach and I are guitar A and guitar B. We 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 switch off on lead and rhythm and stuff. Uh, but he's also kind of our ringleader and he's our manager, and um, he also likes to do shout out is the one who got this together yeah. today. Thank you, Zach. Yes, thank you, Zach. Follow him, Big Daddy Zach. I think it's like at Zach Market Club or something. Yeah. yeah. Zach Market Club. Well, just Black Market Club in general. Follow it on Instagram yeah. and for Facebook. Y'all have so many fucking followers yeah. on Facebook. It's kind of ridiculous, but we won't. Yeah. Keep going. So, but, uh, so he also likes to dabble in psychedelic 
exploration okay, yeah. times like that. Not so much the rest of it. Xavier, our first bass player, was also super into that. But basically what Zach's idea was is like, so we were just gelling. We were just creating all this awesome music that we're really into, really about, really having mm-hmm. a good time. Um, and he's like, we should get closer as a band. So we had our first band, quote unquote, trip at the band house one night. Okay. And so we all kind of, you know, drop what we're doing. And um, we all hung out together. Just to like chill and see if y'all vibed. Well, no. No, to we. uh, Yeah. 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 Yes. So we did that. And um, while we were doing that, so we did this whole night together. Um, We had great conversations, like really awesome stuff. But there was one point where I was getting so the tv was on and breaking bad was playing this is where it kind of comes back in and there's the episode you've seen it before i've seen it all where he puts is the it, body the in first the first two episodes he puts the body in the tub oh. to try and get rid of the body and yeah. he puts the some sort of <laughs> and acid it leaks through and it falls mm-hmm. now that scene where it starts to fall through and come through oh the, God, the scene. i was sitting indian style crisscross applesauce in front of the tv do you the only other person i've ever heard say that term <laughs> really? <laughs> Did you go to private school? No, I got a four-year-old, so there's terms like that kind of. Yeah, okay. they, they come, come back up. to haunt you. Okay. So. Quiz, apples. But um, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, right? Just, and then I peeked, right when the body oh, starts to man. come through. It was an experience. Oh, I Dude, believe it. It was an experience. I felt like I witnessed a murder, like because we watched the first two episodes. Ooh, you did witness some murder in the first yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm like curled up in the fetal position on the sofa. Like it, it was the most intense TV I had ever watched, and like it's, it's pretty like, messed up. I think the most like this is a murder. I just witnessed a murder. I feel like the most intense season of any show I've ever seen was season four of Dexter. That shit. Blue, the Trinidad killer or some shit, the Trinity killer or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was. Dude, season four, I never finished the entire... You didn't get to the end of it? I only saw like part of the first People season. People told me like he grew a beard and started chopping down trees and went off on a boat. And I was like, that's not how it should be. But season four, dude, that is intense. Game of anxiety. That's mm. another show that super holds up. I uh, I almost wrote that for you, but I couldn't remember if you were into Dexter or if another guy. That was Xavier. mainly Zach. I think that was like really into it. But that dude, like, he binges through shows like it's nothing. Like, dude, I remember one time uh, we were bored, so we binged through the entire first season of BoJack Horseman when it first came out. I did too, <laughs> dude, and, because uh, our thing was like, okay, let's watch like an episode or two, and if we don't like it, we can change it. But we literally did like the entire like what was it, uh, somewhere between eight and twelve episodes all in one sitting. We also did the same thing uh, like we were at our friend's place in San Marcos once, and we spent an entire day binging through the entire first season of Shameless. See, I was Shameless is a I felt like I needed a shower but afterwards. I'll, I'll go, like, for me, like, if it's not, like, I'm watching, if I'm not watching stand-up or podcasts, I'm playing Madden and drinking, like, beers or White Claws or wine. Right, that's what's up, yeah. So, like, all those hours is just on Madden Ultimate Team. Yeah. Just building my team. Are you good? Uh, you know. You are right? I can, uh, I can hold, I can hold it steady. Okay, yeah. Hold it down. I what about pl- 2K? Oh no, 2K you beat me. I used to live with a guy, man. Shout out, uh, actually, uh, Mr. Texas Media now. 
Still Chill Studios, Mr. Texas Media, Andy Chevron. Probably the best 2K player I've ever met in my life. He's the reason I don't play it because it's kind of like one of those games. Like, I would play Madden. He played 2K. He was good at Madden. Yeah. But I would play 2K with him, but he was so incredibly better than me. It made the game so unfair, Mm -hmm. and I just hated it. Dude, that's like... Like, like, And and he would destroy me, so it's like, ah. Like, that's how I... Like, I don't want to touch, like, uh, Super Smash Brothers because, like, one, I'm really bad at it. But, like, two, like, there's legitimately, like, that's a sport now. So I know that people that actually play are gonna destroy me. So it's like, no, I'm not touching that. So it's yeah. it's not what I'm good at. So I'll play I'll play Madden though, cause like yeah. it's still football. It's still schemes, patterns. Yeah, there's you a system to your it. Fucking, you got to learn your opponent too. Like I play online, I like rank events and stuff. Okay, yeah. And so and I play fantasy football as well. So I'm like a uh, yeah. I am a Saints fan, but I am like a big fan of players. And when I play the game, I play ultimate team because I am a fan of players like mm-hmm. certain uh, left guards or right guards or tackles or, you know, corners or free safeties. And that all goes into it. I, fucking, you know, like, I love it, dude. I, and like to me, that's that's a day fucking saved. If I have a day off every day off a podcast, mm-hmm. we schedule this. Uh, actually, Zach got this thing scheduled fucking over a month ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to request this off like almost, yeah, wait, uh, over a month ago. So thank you for being here. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> you like, no th- thank you for making sucks, time to see dude. us. Well, dude, yeah. I, remember yeah. that, I remember the first time that I met you was on the patio of 502. Which yeah. is when our where our show is going to be plugged? Yeah, August thirty yeah. first. August thirty first. August thirty first. Five hundred two bar. Be there or be square. But we were yeah. there, and uh, we were we uh, met up to see Ready Ref play, and you were on the patio, and it's the first time I ever met you and stuff. And you're like, "What up? I'm Don." And uh, I was like, "What are you doing?" He was like, "I do a podcast." Mm. And then since then, I looked it up and uh, been listening. Mm. Well, thank you. So I'm it's just a, a lot friend. of rambling, but um. I, are you are you an avid podcast listener yes, yourself? Yes. What are your favorite? Around the NFL. Um, Bill Burr. Bill Burr inspired me. To do he does this. that one by himself, right? Yeah. And like most of my episodes are by myself. Yeah. I don't have most. I don't have people. What on. do you think is easier? Because I would imagine that would be tougher. It's it's very hard by yourself, but once you do it long enough, like I eat shit like my first twenty episodes by myself, because I would write notes for days, and then when it came down to actually talking about it, I'd blow through it in fifteen minutes. Yeah, look at the screen and be like, oh, I still got forty five <laughs> more fucking minutes to talk, and I've already talked about every subject, so I got more into like taking notes in my phone constantly. Them writing them into here, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it got to a point where, because like I was always talk to myself out loud in general. I'm crazy, dude. I'm fucking. I talk to myself out loud. I lived alone before I had the ex, you know. For and I would just walk around and be like, oh, yeah, and then, yeah, fucking pedophile, you know what I mean? It all makes sense. Bohemian Grove and all the frost banks look like eagles or whatever the <laughs> fuck, you know what I mean? Like owls, you know, whatever. So I was like, you know what? I can do this. And I was also bartending at the time where I was just, I'm bartending. When you bartend like over eight hours, 
dude, you speak to like hundred different people a night yeah. from all around the world, and you have to have a conversation with them. You have to understand them, dude. I started learning cultures and just different stories from people, and I was like, man, you know what? I can also get paid for doing this if I record it. I would get paid to do it for tips. Might as well record it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's like I, I always think it's super interesting because it's an art. That there's people that are really good at it and people that are, you know. It's being a conversationalist. Totally it's yeah, but there's a total art to, like, keeping, you know, interest up, topics up, and just con- not having dead air. Yeah. Like, continue talking. Like, people don't talk about that, but that's it's a big thing. Dead um, air is his favorite color gray. Yeah, right. Uh, do you, like, again, <laughs> I, I feel really. That's hilarious. Like, yeah, because it's such a it's like the most boring color ever. But like when like it's done right, it's like, oh, yeah, that's I like that. Yeah. So Busby used to be I, I I'm no offense, but he used to be as a drummer. He used to be super rigid. Like I will tell you, like being in this band, um, Busby is the band leader. Like he's the best musician out of all of us. He's coming up on 20 years. Playing, are you past yeah. 20 years? Uh, I think I started in like 2009. No, 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 1999 or like 2000. So I've been doing this like most of my life. So yeah, and he's more seasoned than the rest of us and stuff. And um, having that on the floor, so he's really good, right? But he's also the kind of drummer where every single hit, once he learns a song, every single hit, everything has to be the exact same every single time he does it. Yeah, so it's hard if you're very emotional and you're trying to like go off the grid a little bit. Which is what I like to do. Which is what I like to do. That's the yin and yang of it. He's very precise. He stays in the pocket. He keeps the pocket, but he will not branch out when you're trying to do that. But that's also good. I've learned to kind of go more. Yeah, he's opened up a bit over the years. Yeah. But it's been like a mix and match of us because we're... I'm like that, and a couple of our other members are like that. I love to have, okay, this is what our baseline is for the song. Obviously, we have what we record and stuff, but every show is different. And so maybe different situations call for a different energy. Or maybe I've been thinking about playing this lick a little bit different or mm-hmm. something like and I want to I want to work on that or have fun with it or I'm just feeling it and stuff. Where meanwhile, in the beginning, he was just like... But having that as a drummer, who's incredible, is so much better than playing with a drummer that is well, yeah, not I, able to do that. I, mean, like, I also it, prefer to play foundation. with a I prefer to play a human click. metronome than some guy that's yeah, just like, going to I like prefer scattered. to play to a click. Like, Yeah, we have them on a click every show. Yeah, because like uh, we use like backing tracks and stuff, so like I have a click in my in-ears. And, like, and so none that's of, what none of the rest of us yeah. do. We just follow him. Yeah. And we've gotten a really good groove at That's good. Yeah, I could not. I cannot play to a click. Dude, I can. I, I prefer I just it. Hate it. I've grown to like it. But I'm very like blues. And, eh, you know, it's but it's I a different play, game. Yeah. I can't. I can't speak to y'all like I'm playing in an. Well, I'm a, I'm a huge. I'm a huge you blues fan. I mean? I'm a huge blues fan, and the thing I like about it is one of the things I like to do that I think pisses him off a lot is I like to be behind the beat a lot. Oh, like, just in little. Like just, boom. Yeah, just right behind it, just because. And blues does it all the time. Yeah, you know, especially slow blues. Boom, boom. Yeah, because, yeah, like, I know, like, sometimes I'll, like, if I see something going wrong, I'll, like, shoot someone a dirty look across stage. She's like, what are you doing, man? Get <laughs> and the and program. We hear, and we will hear about it after the show. Yeah. There's literally been- <laughs> Don't know what happened, but we're back and let's get Captain around. So he plays behind the beat. Don't like it, but you're on beat. Well, I, I don't like, know. Th- don't there's know different ways you can kind of, like. Uh, oh, my actual fucking. 
computer is going to be full, so my startup disk is full. Oh. Do we need to, like, uh, I don't you know. You know what? Right here. We're going to make this an hour, but we'll do a two-parter. Don't worry. Okay. I have, like, so many hours of fucking audio on this damn computer. Right. I just need an external hard drive. Um. All right, so... Your show's next. Your next show. Tell tell us. Tell us. Tell us. So August 31st. This is Saturday. Labor Day weekend. 502 Bar. Um, we had a few VIPs sold out, but general tickets are still available as of right now. So everybody can go to our Facebook or Instagram, and there's a link on At there. Black Market Club. Yeah. So uh, find the event page on Facebook, and there will be a link to buy tickets there. We are doing pre-sales. Uh, we do expect them to sell out. Uh, right now, there's a decent amount left, but they are not going to last. So, yeah. For the amount of people that have said they're going to be there, yeah, you're going to want to get a ticket. All right. Get them. Get them quick. Uh, and I'm going to have to buy an external hard drive like tomorrow. So, dope. Uh, thank you all for being here, man. No, thank, thank you. you, man. And we're going to... Y'all listening right now, we're just going to chill and hang out for the rest of the night. But my disk space is full, dude. Didn't know that could happen on an iMac, but I guess I have too many hours, dude. But I don't know. Let's do another say? one, man. We'll do another one or something. I don't know. No, we'll do a part two, but this okay. one's great. All right, yeah. This is great, you baby. All right. All right. We're out. Later. Um, also... Make sure you don't drink and drive. Uh, make sure you follow She Tastes Like Texas. You can get it on Instagram and Domcast anywhere, dude. Spotify. Uh, my disc space about to fill up, and I had one song on my mind, and I wanted to play it while it goes out. Good shit, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers for your water. Yeah.